What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. It is a wonderful, beautiful, sunny spring Friday evening. Me and Jay are reunited after how many weeks? Oh, one. <laughs> Not a whole week. <laughs> Almost a week. <laughs> It seems much longer, <laughs> friends. We had a lot of catching up to do. Um, well, I definitely haven't seen you since I've been back from Portland. We just saw each other at Dale Hughley last weekend. I've seen you since I've been back from Portland. <laughs> okay, never mind. Okay, well, speaking of Dale Hughley, hilarious. When I tell you, honing, what they say, 10000 hours, he probably got about 40000 50000 uh, But that... You really, really, really get your skills up the more you do. I was just looking at how effortless it was for him. The way he just knew the timing of it. Because it's not just the jokes. It was the timing of the jokes. Hilarious. I was so pressed to get to that show. And I'm so glad that I did. Because when you first said it, I was like, oh, I'm going to be there. I don't you know sure how. Did. I rounded did. up the troops because it had to be a four. When I went online to look at the tickets, it couldn't just be, you know, get one person and go with them. It had to be a four top table. No more two top tables were left. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Here's how we about to do this. But, but that show was hilarious. It was. It was so good. <laughs> D.L. Hughley was, so, we enjoyed ourselves so much. We laughed the whole time. Even the, the guy before D.L. was the good. whole time. Yes. Yes, it was just a perfect show. Um, you like Corey Holcomb? No. Oh, you're not a Corey Holcomb fan? No. Okay. I know he's going to be there. But there is somebody that I was going to make you go with me to see. Who? The, you know the one I love, Chris, um, Christy. Or, um, I, I figured that's who it was. No, yeah. I know. I like her. Yeah, but I like her enough. With, you like her enough to go? Yeah, I'll go. Okay, cool. Yeah, you already got tickets? No, because I was like, am I gonna make somebody? Because I don't know if anybody likes her the way I do. No, I, I know she'll be funny. Okay. I, I know I wouldn't be, I wouldn't dread it. Okay. Yeah, I saw it on there. Yeah, okay, bet. So we that you said it's a Wednesday? It's a Wednesday, May 5th. Oh, okay. So let me make sure. Yeah, let me just make sure the calendar is good and let me block it off right now. Yeah, that'd be lit. Yeah, um, it's so funny. On a um last podcast I did, the solo episode I did a couple days ago, I was talking about like the importance of being present and I specifically talked about on the way to see D.L. Hughley how how excited I was too and you know it's like a, almost an hour and a half drive and so at first like when we were getting dressed to go and everything I was like I can't wait I can't wait I can't wait to get there I'm gonna see Jay <laughs> and me I'm gonna see everybody like I just couldn't wait for everything and so you know, I, I meditate every morning. I've been meditating every morning since like March something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that meditation helps you to be is present. Mm-hmm. And so I was so proud to see my meditation work in real time, like on the highway, on the way to the comedy show. It came to my brain like, Lisa, get out of the future. And the ride Enjoy there the ride. is point is that is part of the experience. And so... I started taking pictures in the car and what? doing all this stuff and just, you know, because at first I'm like, let's speed up and do 100 miles an hour and let's hurry up and get to the show. But just like um, being present, one of my favorite um, like meditation teachers, I was listening to her in an interview the other day um, and she was like meditation. She was like, most people think the point of doing meditation is to get better at meditation. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's not the point of doing meditation is to get better at life 
And mm. I'm like, yeah. That's deep. Because I, I thought that was the purpose of meditation, too. I always want to get better at meditation. No. The point of meditation is to get better at life. Like, she's like, what happens during meditation where you feel calm, relaxed, peaceful, you're able to focus on your breathing center, whatever. The point of doing that is to take it with you throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Yeah, it was like a revelation. That is a revelation. Totally. And so I was so happy. And even today, like, because um, I've been, I listen to the exact same guided meditation every day. I don't do a different one. Really? Every day since March? Yes. The exact same one. So, well, here's the only thing that happened that made me have to switch. I was so mad, Jay, because I was listening to the same meditation that I love. It was 14 minutes and 24 seconds. Same guided meditation every single day, which also I got to tell you, like, my new thing is repetition. You know how most people, like, we'll read a book or we'll do something, engage, even listen to a podcast and be like, yeah. man, that was good. Mm-hmm. My new thing is, like, repetition. Like, I'm like, Why? mastery. Because if it's something that's, that I know that I got a lot of value from, I know I didn't get all the value I could get out of it. <laughs> Milking that value. Oh, oh, milking it, right? <laughs> So I was like, and also was kind of like, you know, Steve Jobs wearing the same outfit every day. Like, this is one part of my life I don't want to have to think of. So I was like, I'm just going to do the same thing every morning to get my day started. I don't want to have to be scrolling through like what I want to hear today, what I want to. I'm just this is I, this is one decision that I want to remove from my plate. So I was like, I'm going to do the same meditation every single morning. So I was doing the same meditation every single morning. I was about 20 days in. I go to YouTube to turn it on. Tell me it's there. Jay, a message pops up and says, this video has been removed because of copyright, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, no, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. I go to my history. The devil is a liar. The devil is a huge liar. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Hitting buttons, going back. No, no, no. They're like, this video is not. We said. Jay, I felt like. And so then my mind started doing crazy stuff like this. Is this a sign that what I've been manifesting is about to shift? Is energy shifting in the universe? Blah, blah. I'm like, no, Lisa, don't go there. The video has just been removed for copyright. So I, I stopped reading into it and was like, find something else. So I found a different one. And so now I've been listening to that one every day. So today when I was like out at the mall, I started reciting. And that's another thing because my guided meditation is so content heavy. It's not like talk and then music for a little while he talks the entire time Mm -hmm. and so it's almost like you can you're definitely going to miss something you know if you're not present the whole time and so I'm like I want to be able to almost recite this word for word because this new one is like 13 minutes and some change and so I'm at the mall today and something you know I observed something in the world and I literally said a line from my meditation like whoo you can you can grow and um, I was like you can um, grow in a place of suffering or you can grow in a place of joy and inspiration and and it made me think about our topic for today like mm-hmm. place of suffering you know but I like I literally started smiling from ear to ear like repetition is so important like yeah. literally embedding it into the depths of my brain because right. I, I feel like I'm literally uploading a new version of me mm-hmm. by taking in this thing mm-hmm. on repeat and it causes me to take in other things differently so yeah yeah it's been oh, that's dope that's yeah. dope I'm gonna definitely um like implement that yeah definitely you know repetition and yeah and then and when, when it trickled over into like date night and I was like be present <laughs> on the road <laughs> I was like, look at me. It works. It works. It 
way, I said I was going to uh, record a whole podcast, and I'll probably talk to you about it too on a future podcast, just like what I've been doing since March 15th, some, sh- some stuff that I shifted in my life to manifest some things I wanted to manifest. But since I'm still in the middle of it, I'm like, let's see what else comes out of it before I start talking about it. But a lot of stuff is just it's so good. Anyway. Okay. Before we get into our weight was, because we got a lot of them, um, let me just do a plug, plug, plug for the Black Health Academy. Um, if you guys are not already, like, you need to be a member of the Black Health Academy. We have um, about 1,070 members. And it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal space for our students to thrive. Jay, how did you feel about our first Saturday class for April about type 2 diabetes? It was amazing. Man, her story was so so good. good. Yeah, it was really, really good. And I love how, I love when people tell a story and they can remember details. I Uh. think that... That makes me, it, it makes me so interested yes. and excited. Yes. And it just is so engaging when they can remember small detail. I love, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you who can. Gifted. That is such a gift and a talent. She remembered the small things and what the person, how she felt. And it, it just sucked me right in. It, it almost put me right there with her. And yes. I just loved how she just showed how she got through this and got through that and then to get to and just brought us all to where she was presently. Yeah. And I really, yeah, it was great. It was really It great. was fire. It was yeah. fire. So listen, if you guys don't know if you're a first time listener or a new listener here at the Black Health Academy, we have a class every first Saturday of the month called Get Planted, an introduction to a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And this is every first Saturday of the month at 11 a.m. EST, 100% virtual, 100% free. The link to register is on our website, www.theblackhealthacademy.com. And we always tackle a chronic health challenge that it disproportionately impacts communities of color. So for the month of April 2021, we did type 2 diabetes and I deep delved into the causation of diabetes. And then we interviewed Kelly, who is a survivor, someone who was able to reverse her diagnosis of type 2 diabetes. You know, and just reinstilling, like we said, Jay, last time, giving people their power back, letting them know there is hope, even if they've been told, you know, this runs in your family, you've been on these, you know, drugs for this amount of years, and people sometimes just give up hope, and there's always something we can do. So if you missed that first Saturday class, or if it was so juicy, you want to watch it again or catch the replay, it's now available inside of the Black Health Academy under Nutrition Class Replay. So just go to the website, theblackhealthacademy.com. And enroll. If you're not, if you are, just log in, go to Nutrition Class Replays, catch that replay. And then yesterday, Jay, it was so nostalgic. Guess who I interviewed yesterday for the Black Health Academy? Who? Napoleon Harrington. Oh my God! Yeah. That's like a blast from the past. How are you? Oh my, it was so lit. It was so much good energy because, uh, first of all, you you remember back in when we when we did the first Fit Camp 360 live was that 2016 when we were on Grand River in Detroit? That was the second one. And like yes, Rose Grand River was the first one. Yeah, because yeah. Napoleon was at that. One. Yeah, and he was also at the other one too. Which one? The one we did in like Southwest Detroit. Remember? Oh yeah, he was at two of them. Didn't he we? spoke at the second one. I don't yeah. think he spoke at the first one. Oh, we didn't have him speaking in Roseville so. Park. I don't think so. So my first company, Fit Camp 360, we had a live event. We introduced live events and a counselor, therapist, mental health specialist named Napoleon Harrington. We had him as a speaker at this live event. 
But then also, um, when we launched the Black Health Academy in 2017, Napoleon was one of the first people we interviewed um, as a masterclass. So what I did, I went back into the Black Health Academy to see, watch some of our first interview. Yeah. It was the literally the caption above the video says, Happy New Year. It's 2018. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, last night when I was interviewing him, I'm like, Napoleon, this was three years ago. Mm-hmm. He was like, Lisa, I can't believe the Black Health Academy, what you done deal with. I can't believe. He like, every time I get an email from him, I'm so proud. I'm like, no, I'm proud of you. <laughs> it was just so much love. And then, like, um, I don't know if I ever told you or if we ever made it public, but him and his wife were really, really, really trying to have yeah. kids. Yeah, I remember that. So, you know, they now have 14-month-old twins. I know, I saw that because I'm friends with both of them. Okay. Yeah. So him and Faith, I mean, it's just amazing. So anyway, we have a new master class coming inside of the Black Health Academy. Um, yesterday, me and Napoleon deep-dived into chronic stress versus acute stress, how to identify burnout. He gave some really, he gave four things to look out for if you're trying to identify if you're burnt out, which I thought were really good. Um, we talked about kind of um, life changes that adults and children are going through right now. And he really brought, brought out some poignant points about children that I never considered because, you know, I never would have considered them. And um, so that masterclass with Napoleon is going to be released inside of the Black Health Academy next week. So if you're not a member, you need to join for free. We're dropping some goodies um, coming up here soon. So shout out to Napoleon Harrington for coming back to uh, and showing some love to the Black Health Academy and mental health expert, also known as the Courage Counselor. So shout out to him. That's all I got. That's, I'm just so happy. <laughs> I'm just so happy. Everybody just showing love. It's just so amazing. Okay, now for weight. What? Wait, what is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, what? Let's get this big one out the way. Let's get the big one out the way. DMX. I can't believe it. You know what? I have a double. I have a double. Uh, wait, what on that? Because. Okay. I was talking to someone about how, like, I was so upset about it that I actually had to stop myself from crying. I've never felt mm. when a person, you know, celebrities pass away, I've never felt impacted. Even when Cole, I was shocked, or Michael Jackson, I was shocked, but I never felt like crying. Wow. Like, it was to the point where I literally had to stop working and stop myself from boohooing and I was like why is this bothering so is it his age no is it because he had family no it it was really because the way he connected to so many the timeline of my life mm. you know how there's celebrities who because I, I see it all the time with a celebrity pay y'all didn't know him y'all know but when you hear a song it makes you, you know, you got married off this song yep. or you had this, your child, when, when your child was two and running around, this is a song that calmed it down or you and your best friend's vacation. You know how we do every fit trip. Absolutely. We have a, a, a song. A theme song. A Absolutely. theme song. Yep. And so DMX was kind of like the theme song of my 20s. Wow. I thought about Troy and, and Lobie and how close we were and, you know, all of us. And yeah. Just what we were doing at that time and mm. how we partied and lived carefree and just did all of these things. And, and, and DMX was 
that, that was who was hot right then. So yeah. it was DMX playing all the time. What you want from a, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm like, man, it's 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 personal. It's personal. I when I hear his songs, I I instantly go back. It's like a, it's like a time capsule. You just go back to that, or what do you call it? A travel, a, a time, whatever. Mm, time lapse, time travel. Yeah, whatever. You, you know what I mean. <laughs> it, it it does that. It just makes me go back to those times. So it it, it really sad me. I wanted him to, because everybody knows how. Well, a lot of people know how trouble. It's almost like Winnie Houston, the problem with drugs and yeah. all this different stuff. And so many people wanted him to win. You know, finally mm. hear that. I've been I've been clean for ten years, twenty years. Uh, old man, almost like Luke, you know, the rapper. Yeah. Now Luke somewhere mentoring kids and yeah, Turned doing it all stuff around. like that. Snoop yeah. Dogg got the football team and he's doing great and yeah. you know all of the things he did. But now he's a, a, getting to be an old man or a grown man, and you can see him turn into mm-hmm. something that you want. You know, something like a. What's the word? Someone you admire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wanted that for DMX. Everybody wanted that from DMX. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. And he lost his life so, his life was so short. And it's just so, just so sad to me. It is. It is. It's really sad. You know, at, at 50 years old and, you know, for his own demons to take him out, right? Just like couldn't get past the substance abuse issues. And I think it eventually led to a heart attack, right? And then mm-hmm. coma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately death. And, you know, he had a huge family, a lot of children. And, yeah, it was was really, really, really messed up. And it's just so crazy how young 50 is, too. You know what I'm saying? People think, and I know there's maybe some 20-year-old thinking 50 is not, I mean, 50 is not young. Right. 50 is young in the whole grand scheme of things. Absolutely. When you think of how long you want to be here. You can have 50 more. You can have 50 more. Easily. Absolutely. You you spent your whole life or, you know, a good 20, probably 30 years taking care of people and kids and stuff like that. And at some point, you just want to relax yeah. and just sit on your porch and, or travel or whatever. He never got the opportunity. It's always been just everything has just been chaotic mm. for so many years and just to die in a in chaotic way. Do you know what his some of his demons were or what he was? I know he had been molested, abused, and... and, and uh, group homes and mm. you know I, I I think his mentor someone he looked up to was the first one to give him drugs unknowingly and and like with weed and so it just wow yeah so you know I really wanted that for him but yeah it was, it was very shocking yeah because we almost think that these people that we love have superpowers and even whether they're famous or not you really true kind of like how you think your parents until you realize they're human exactly it's yeah. like you know they're gonna pull through but they're human they're and human. they can to succumb to things too yeah and so yeah it, it, it was it was really sad to me it was really heartbreaking to me but then i got irritated because <laughs> you know i was just telling someone i was like i'm just gonna blast dmx all day you ain't no real dmx fan then tell me they first tell me his first album tell me this tell me that well this is, i was like who makes the rules for who what's a fan and what's right. not why well, i gotta prove all this <laughs> why i was like you can be a fan of a person and not their music do you know that like i'm an erica badu fan i'm not an erica badu music fan right i'm a fan of her aura yeah. i'm a, a fan of the way she impacts people i'm a fan of her confidence Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a fan of the way she covers her body and just exudes sex appeal. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. 
But you never listen. I never listen to Erica Badu. Music. In this lifetime, that ain't hidden. That ain't, that ain't <laughs> it's okay. But you know, I can that pass on it. lady, that ain't doing nothing for you. I, right I, there. I, I, I can pass on it. Just being honest. So, but you better call. Ta- call. No, that ain't you. When, when you gonna stop? <laughs> no, no time soon. Like, I just want to make sure you get before you stop. <laughs> You just gotta make it awkward. Huh? I just wanted to nah. make sure that okay. No, nah. no, but no, I feel you. I feel the same way about Oprah. Yeah, like I don't watch much. She do. I ain't. I don't. I don't really do Super Soul Sunday like that. Old Mag, right? Blah, blah, blah. But but her, I'm here for Oprah. Exactly. Oh, agreed. A hundred percent. Yeah, I can't give you her resume. I don't know everything she into. That Oprah shine. Yeah. I mean, unmatched. Yeah. So agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So R.I.P. to D.M.X. Um, it's a sad, 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 sad ending. Um, okay, so I gotta wait. What first? Vaccination conspiracy theories. Have you heard any? You know, I got a couple of my own. <laughs> Remember, I texted you. I texted you about three weeks ago. No, it, it might have been more than that. I was like, uh, "You call him Bay, so I'm gonna call him Bay too." Does Does your Bay? Because um, I know his parents is kind of like into that. Yeah. You know, the, the, what they think they got some conspiracy theories. And you like, I don't know. I was so disappointed. I just wanted to slap you. Like, <laughs> grill them and ask them. I need to know this. You were so nonchalant. It was so annoying. Listen. Oh, well, I, I somebody shared two with me recently. Okay. Okay. And I was just cracking up. Like, okay. You know, she's decided she's not going to get. I'm sure you heard the microchip theory. You know, the vaccine is a way to implant microchips. In no, us. I didn't hear that, but. Okay. Everybody think everything is a microchip. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So anything that has to do with anything is microchips inside of you. And then she said, um, I'm not getting the vaccine because first, the way she introduced the, the conspiracy theory was by asking me a sciencey question. And I was all into it, Jay. It was it was she real genuine. Oh, it was brilliant trickery. Brilliant. <laughs> Jay, she said, Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question, okay? I said, okay. She said, don't think I'm crazy enough. I said, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Now, this is my girl, too. Like, you know what I mean? We kicks it. She said, if there was a dead body with no skin on it, how would you know the race? I thought it was a good question. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good. I said, because mm, I, I didn't know that I didn't know for sure whether or not you could tell race by blood, mm-hmm. by blood sample. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, there's ways to determine ethnicity for sure without skin right you know what i mean i'm like no there's there's ways you know what i mean i'm like they you can you can do it determine ethnicity without skin Mm -hmm. yeah 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 now not like nationality not like where because you know how you could send in blood tests and be like oh you're yeah part african you're i i you mean just like straight up and down are you caucasian or or if you had no skin on you Mm-hmm. How do they determine your ethnicity? Right. Like it's, it's something in your blood that can tell you, right? And I was like, and I gave her. A real, I can't. Even, I'm so mad. I can't remember what I said. I gave her a really good hypothetical. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean. Even though I don't know for certain. Do okay. you? Do you? No, because I'm thinking my mind is going crazy right now. Jay, that's how my mind was going crazy. It's like going checking. I'm actually giving myself an answer and then scratching it out. No. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm looking it up and stuff. I'm like, how does because I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah. Are 
our I don't think our sales. You know how my theory is when it comes to testing. Uh-huh. As far as high blood pressure, for instance, mm-hmm. how can they give us the same test if you're Caucasian and I'm black? Mm-hmm. How can we have the same standard test because we don't have the same, our bodies are not the same. I don't think our cells are the same. I don't think we have the same, if someone were to look at our cells, do you think if, the, if a person is black and a person is white and Chi- or Asian, do you think our cells and our bodies look the same? I do. You do? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Because if that's the case, then what's the difference when it comes to, let's say, um, sickle cell? Mm-hmm. Why, why does you it think, impact black people more? Yeah, because of the national origin of the origin of our nationality more than than our skin color. So, you, so, you, so you're basically saying, this has turned into something totally different. But go for it, though. Because <laughs> this really messed me up. So you're saying, basically, using sickle cell, for example, it's the way our cells, like the lack of, was it the lack of uh, too many white blood cells attacking in sickle cell? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, the shape is not different. It's just we're lacking the proper balance of cells. Yeah, but we are, I don't think we're identical biologically in our biochemistry because there are certain, see. Because, okay, for example. Okay. Do you think it's the melanin in our skin that prevents us from turning red when we're embarrassed? Because I don't feel my cheeks turn hot. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I don't feel my che- I don't feel it. We got more carbon, more melanin. Right. But why do their cheeks turn literally and they feel hot in the face? Melanin doesn't stop you from feeling. We, even though you don't see the redness, why don't we feel? I just feel like our, I, I don't think our chemical makeup is the same. I just don't. I don't think it's, I, I agree that it's not the same, but I don't know if it's different enough to... For disease, it's like the way, the reason I think certain chronic diseases impact people of color more is because of inequities in society, going back hundreds of years. Like I, I believe the reason we're more likely to have type two diabetes, the reason we're more likely to be obese, the reason we're more likely to have blood pressure, is not because on a cellular level we're different. But what about things that are uh, okay? We'll, we'll talk about this, but because what about what? I mean, because I don't want to take too much time with just on this subject. I mean, let's take that out. Let's take lifestyle choices out. Not just lifestyle choices. Literally, inequities that didn't even have nothing to do with us. Literally, you know how, like, uh, like even going back to slavery, like post-traumatic slavery disorder. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't talking about the choices we making today. I'm I'm talking about choices that was made for us against our will generations ago. That because it's just like. Like epigenetics, like if you are born next to a, a loud club, a club that play loud music all the right. time, and you and your family live next to this loud club for decades, mm-hmm. eventually your body is going to adjust to that environmental disruption and you'll start, your children will start being born with bigger earlobes. Right. Okay. Evolution. Yes. So that's what I think happened to us. Because of the trauma that our people endure, a lot of that was passed down. And so I think that began to 
change. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's epigenetics. But it was against our will. Got it. It makes sense. Yeah. So I believe that. So to bring it to the present, that means that if there was no skin, because of epigenetics, they will be able to identify. No, not because of epigenetics. I, when I looked it up, I nothing said you can identify race by blood. So if someone didn't have skin, black or white, they literally wouldn't know. Yeah, if somebody got murdered and a serial killer peeled all the skin off their body, how will we know their race? I don't know. Damn, that's deep. I don't know. And I'm sure somebody's going to write in and tell us, I hope. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Yeah, I almost want to look it up again because it really, when she asked me that question, I'm like, yeah, but I can't remember my answer, but it made sense to me in my head, although I wasn't 100% sure. I was like, well, how can this, 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 and that happen? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> hold on. Almost. Here it is. Look, it's the second one pop right up. Can you determine race from DNA? You still looking it up? Because I want to make sure. What, yeah. Scientists can determine a person's ancestral content of origin based solely on their DNA. Because you know race is a made up concept to divide people. Well, okay. So I, I well, my um, understanding is that we all started off one. Okay. And then due to environmental, whether you had to be outside or you had to be inside, and then evolution, basically, you know, like how we all had hair all over our body. Mm -hmm. And then because we didn't need it anymore. Interesting enough, though, let me say a sidebar mm -hmm. <laughs> about evolution. Did you know the one thing that never evolved? Like, so with evolution, we stopped needing hair all on our skin. We stopped... Um, a lot of different things because we evolved, right, from years ago. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that they say didn't evolve that's impacting us now is the need to sit down and, and rest, right? Mm -hmm. um, so hundreds of years ago, you know how hard, every, how hard we were. We didn't have machines. We didn't have all, you, you know, all these factories. We didn't have and, anything. Yeah. And so our body made us tired, made us want to sit down, relax in, or, in order to conserve energy because we were so hard working. You know, you just want to get up, get right back to it. And so it gave us the desire to want to sit down and just kick our feet up and not want to do anything, basically to conserve the energy and to give our body what it needed. But they say that why people are so obese now and why they're so unhealthy is because that's the one thing that did not evolve. For some reason, everything else evolved but people's desire to conserve energy never changed. So when people go to work, even though you're still sitting down all day, a mm -hmm. lot of us, mm -hmm. even though, you know, you're not working nearly as hard, that desire never, ever changed. We never, ever adapted to this new world. To this new, comfortable, easier world. No, right. It's like, good grief. We need that desperately. Where is the evolution when you need it? But, yeah. I don't even know what got me on that. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, the only thing your DNA can determine is literally your geographical origin. And okay. by your geographical origin, they say, oh, you know, you are from Wales or Ireland or Western European or whatever. And so that makes you white. 
Um, but the reason she asked, okay, so she asked me that question, and of course, you know, that got me thinking like it got you thinking it was just a juicy question. Right. Can you determine somebody's race if they had no skin on their body? And she said, well, the reason I'm, <laughs> I'm asking is because with this, with this uh, COVID vaccination, what if it's designed to take all black people out? They give it to everybody. But it can only take out the black people. <laughs> Wait, child. Wait, what? <laughs> Honey, child. She said, and that's why I ain't getting it. You got to know where you stand. Then yeah, you got to set boundaries. What if they maybe not be trying to kill us completely off, but what if they go give it to, you know, all of us and it's going to make it so that we can't reproduce? You never know. I said, you ain't got to tell me twice. I already wasn't getting it. <laughs> so I'm more than happy to pass along your conspiracy theory just to keep some stuff Now, up. Now, for anyone listening, I do not believe that at all. Oh, me either. Hands either. down, too far. Right. Hands down, too far for your girl. <laughs> However, <laughs> if you're going to stay, you know, air on the side of caution, <laughs> <laughs> don't label us instinct from no vaccination. We Listen. are not playing them type of games. I promise you. I she promise said, you. trying to wipe out. I, I think, I think we're too resilient. I don't even think, even if that was the, yeah. the move. I mean, come on. Yeah, resiliency is definitely in our blood. And again, it came from slavery. Yeah. Like, that power to bounce back, not cry over every little thing, like, mm -hmm. it's a gift and a curse. But mm -hmm. I really believe it's, like, part of our post-traumatic slavery disorder. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, one more, she said, uh, oh, no, not one more. But one thing I did hear about the vaccine that, you know, it's not a, a theory, it's just uh, facts. You know, there's a bunch of companies that came out with a vaccine, right? Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, all people these, been for Johnson. Moderna, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. AstraZeneca. And, uh, you know, just not knowing, like, you know how quickly it came to market in less than two years. Yeah. And, you know, just my fear about it not being tested enough. This, like, is, it was a historical moment for them to release a vaccine that quickly. Well, the AstraZeneca vaccine, vaccine, which hasn't been released in America yet, but it is overseas, um, 31 million people have gotten it so far. And they are saying, you know, one of the side effects might be blood clots. Mm -hmm. And literally 18 people that have gotten it have died from blood clots. Really? Yes. That's super scary to me. Yeah, and I know it sounds small, uh, small to it people, but to it me. doesn't. And no, that 18 is a lot of people. Two is a lot of people, but it's not enough to say it's the vaccine, it's a pattern. Yeah. You go. You can only have, you know, a big enough number to call it, to really say this could be the only thing these 18 people had in common is they had all got the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine mm -hmm. and died of blood clots. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm so afraid of right now in the pandemic is just, we're still unpacking, first of all, we're still unpacking COVID in and of itself and all of its strains, but then all the ways we're quote unquote treating it, we're still unpacking. And that's one of the things, and, I, and, and I'm getting really fed up, to be quite honest, with um, the way people are treating vaccine. It's, it's causing a division between people. I'm smarter than you because I'm not getting, you're, you're selfish and stupid, you know, for 
uh, refusing to get it, but you're stupid for getting it because you don't know. I, I don't like the division that it's causing. I feel to each their own. If you think it's a, a good decision for you, if you want to protect yourself, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling worried all the time and you want to get it, I'm not the one to say anything because that's I'm right. not the one that's going to be in a body bag Living if I get decision. Right. So yeah. you have to be able to deal with that decision absolutely, and the consequences of doing it or not doing it. Absolutely. So who is another person to, to judge you for your decision? Yeah. Um, but with the vaccination, what I really want people to understand, you know, weigh out your options. Weigh out your options. Yeah. But please do not get it confused. When people leave the vaccination site and they get that first shot, they, I feel fine. They go get the second shot. I feel wonderful. Guys, I swear, nothing, no, no side fat and faint, nothing happened. That's what most, th that's almost with every single thing you do that is, you Still know. killing you. Exactly. Yeah. There's rarely anything besides, the only thing that's high impact with the, with the extreme sense of urgency is literally like a car accident yeah. or some, a gunshot. Acute wound. trauma. Uh, right. Yeah. But if you're dealing with something internal, rarely, very rarely will you see what's actually happening to you, including cancer, including high blood pressure, until it, it's literally to the point where it's debilitating and it has been going on for years. No doubt. So you don't, someone leaving a, a site saying, I feel great in two weeks means nothing to me. No, agreed. You felt great as you was eating that Whopper. You was feeling great after, after that ice those, cream. Right. Ramen noodles with all this high sodium. That you ate all through your college years. You and were now fine. you got high blood pressure. You were fine. Mm -hmm. And like we always say, I'm not, my 35-year-old version of myself it was doing it for me now. You know, I was Absolutely. doing it for me now, yes. not for me then. Tell and them. the person now I'm going to be 10 years from now, I'm doing this for them now. So that's same with the vaccination. I... I feel fine. That don't mean I can, don't have to eat right or don't have to work out. There's a version of me that needs me to make the right decisions right now. That's right. So please don't put too much emphasis on nothing happening right now. Immediately. It takes time yes. for certain yes. things to manifest. You know, that's interesting. I just told somebody the exact same thing. I'm like, you don't understand that you're literally, like you said, you're eating and training. You're even thinking and making financial decisions right now for the future version of you. You know, but it's interesting what you just said, like nothing happens immediately. So don't take that as a green light, because it's funny how we love instant gratification for good things and we expect instant gratification for bad things. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I didn't instantly lose my shorts. I didn't instantly, you know, like you said, feel horrible, whatever. And so that's my cue that this is OK to do. Because no, I had a, just, uh, um, a farmer say, well, alumni asked me that, like. Can you remind me again why not to eat meat? Because I had some and I felt fine. Yeah. Um, and I had to break down to her, you know, compounded interest. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's just also the same way as investing, you know, in the stock market, $10. And you're like, uh, I didn't really make no money. Why are everybody talking about this as a moneymaker? Because it takes years of compound interest to see your return. It mm -hmm. takes years of eating meat and dairy and refined sugar and being sedentary and staying in toxic relationships for you to look up and wonder why you're suffering through anxiety and mm -hmm. depression and high blood pressure and some cancers. Like 
when you get the day you get diagnosed was not the day of conception at all of any whether it's emotional disease whether it's mental health whether it's physical health the day of diagnosis is just the day of diagnosis it's not the day of conception absolutely so just because you got the vaccine and you felt fine that doesn't tell us whether or not you we, we pray absolutely that you will be and just because you ate something that wasn't great for you and you felt fine doesn't mean it didn't do damage. Right. And you and I joked some years ago, if people could, if, if they could see inside their bodies, if their bodies were clear, mm -hmm. would they do what they're doing? We were like, what if they were just absolutely clear and they could see their organs and you can see actually the fat, the fatty pockets, uh, you know, your liver had fat. That was after we had watched, um, uh, obesity postmortem. Yes. Oh my God. And we were like, what if you could just. You know, when you ate something, you can actually see the plaque going into your heart. What if you could see the... We wasn't this... I mean, we wasn't saying this back then. We wasn't this intense about it. But imagine it now, like the glucose, literally seeing your blood sugar just rise and then trying to see the insulin, trying to, you know, neutralize. I mean, imagine, imagine seeing everything that you're doing with your eyes. I bet you things would be different. Girl, people just cover up mirrors like they do now. Like... They, they, People don't want to see themselves with clothes on. They don't. They avoid mirrors. Or what if you couldn't avoid it? What if you can actually see the damage you're doing to yourself? Things would be so different. Would it, Jay? Would it? No, we are too smart for our own good. See your pancreas like, stop, I can't keep up. I can't keep up with the demand. What if you can literally see that? I'm 100% sure humans will find a way. I'm 100% sure. Humans will find a way to make your to body like I'm the I'm so the <laughs> we will find a way to, to avoid it. Really? Yes. So. All right. Well, wait. What? Let me go to my wait. What? Uh oh. I'm gonna start off with a funny one. Okay. That's not so funny. It was kind of um. I, I I'll let them decide. So you you guys know I work from home or whatever. So lately. It's been kind of like the weather's been breaking or whatever. And so I had got um, a text like, are you at home or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, or whatever. And so you know when you get a text, you get it kind of like nervous depending on who it is. Are you about to ask me for a favor? <laughs> yeah. Are you about to try to drive by and I don't want you to or whatever? Where is this going? So, um, but the text was from, I, I was excited. So first, let me say who it was from. It was from you. Text oh, was from you. It was from me. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, um, "Okay, good, because I'm in your area, and um, I'm about to go for a walk." And you here, 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 here's where it got. I hate ridiculous. when I'm your way. What I'm sick of this trend. But go I, ahead. Here's where it got ridiculous. You said, "But you ain't gotta come out." <laughs> You can just come to the window and wave. <laughs> I said, wait. Uh, come to the window and I was, I was floored. I'm like, what? why would I just come to the window and wave on a nice, sunny, perfectly breezy, I'm about to get off work, I'm not doing nothing. Just come to the window and wave. Dang. So, hold on. I said, nah. I said, no, I'm going on this walk. I'm, I said, no, I'm going. So I was like, how far are you from me? You was like 15 minutes. So you get there. I'm like a kid. I might as well be sitting on the porch, came right out. 
you grinning from ear to ear singing, uh, spring is among us, among us, <laughs> with no shame, no guilt, like you ain't just trying to play me, talking about come to the, like I'm in jail or something, like I'm all in lockdown, why would I just come to my window and wave, and then we just, we already decided years ago that we're not spontaneous, I don't know if that changed for you, no, 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 but no. We, neither one of us are spontaneous, we don't like people calling us trying to make instantaneous plans. It's a, it's one or two people that we allow it. For. And so Lisa knows she's one of my people who, if you she texts me and say, what am I doing? I'm instantly excited because I know everything she's going to suggest. I love. Right. We like nature. <laughs> we both like tea shops. Or she might, oh, God, I have some, um, you know, some live jazz concert tickets and I want you to go. Yeah. I remember one time you called me, you know, you had an extra um, ticket on a yacht boat or something. <laughs> I already had plans or something, but you was like, you want to go to this yacht uh, with my, my million dollar client or whatever. <laughs> and so I'm always kind of like, what's up? Yeah. And you hit me with the, I'm about to go for a walk, pass your window and just come to the window and wave the disrespect. <laughs> Just. So, explain yourself, sis. Cause I didn't know if you was gonna be done working. I didn't. You knew know. what time it was. I did know what time it was, but I also didn't know if you had to get ready. I didn't know if you had somebody over. You were, when you were singing "Spring is Among Us," you were. I'm gonna tell you what it was. <laughs> Good weather makes you selfish. Good weather does not make me oh, yeah, selfish. Oh you didn't care. All you knew is you was about to go on this nice walk. I knew I was going to be And I wasn't about to ruin it for you. Jack, nobody was. Nobody, Jack. <laughs> and I knew for some reason I wanted to have a destination instead of walking, wander, and wander, wander, sleep, whatever the word is. So I was like, ooh, I'm close enough to J House where I can walk over there. It's probably like a 20-minute walk. And so I'm about to just text her. And, you know, I ain't going to make her feel no pressure about having to hurry up and get ready in case she's busy. She could just come to the window and wait. It actually sounded, <laughs> it sounded ridiculous. It sounded like a great idea. And it, it, found, it sounded like a no pressure. Oh, no. Suggestion. When I came out seeing you grinning from ear to ear singing Spring is a manga, I said, she has no shame. <laughs> <laughs> Does she know she just tried to leave me? So, long story short, she wasn't leaving me. Put on my uh, walking clothes expeditiously. You did. And we walked for a couple miles. And then she tried to <laughs> pivot, turn around, and drop me off on foot. I, said, no, I forgot about that part. I said, no, ma'am. I'm dropping you off. So I dropped her off on foot, and then I walked back by myself. That was a good walk, too. That, that was, was a good walk. That was our first kind of walk of the season. That was a Yeah, that's what we do. So when I lived in... Um, you know, in my house before I moved, we were just walking my neighborhood. But now that I've moved to an apartment and we both love walking so much, we'll just find a, a close neighborhood and just literally randomly walk in people's neighborhood. Definitely. So she knows. I said, don't be smiling. She knows how much I love walking. But she tried to, she tried to play and come to the window and wave. I, said, I just didn't want no pressure. That's it. That's it. I just Yeah, I was like, you, when you just when you think you know somebody. I started thinking about all the things. I was like, I don't really know her like I thought. Okay, <laughs> I started thinking about all the things I didn't know about you. Like, I don't know what hospital you were born in. I don't even know if you prefer to sleep on the side of the bed with the window or the or the wall. Like, are you a door person or a wall person? Like, I don't you know. know. I like to cuddle, though. <laughs> right, right. I do know that. You know, I, it's just a lot. 
it's just a lot I don't know about you. And I realized it that day. And <laughs> it's just made me uncomfortable. A new rule. I'm a new podcast rule. We are not allowed to be each other's way way. You get such a kick out of making me <laughs> you your way that rule. That's like the eighth time this year I done been your way Stop way. being way what? <laughs> no, won't you make a new rule to not be a dog on way what? All right, you go. You got another go ahead, way you what? Go for another. I got three more, but go ahead. Um. So you're. Oh, I told you on a podcast a while ago, maybe the last podcast, that when you get older, time speeds up, and when you're younger. So Bryson, my son. He was like, did you know when you're younger, time goes really, really slow? He said, for a 10-year-old, from 10 to 25, it feels like 40 years. And he said, for a 40-year-old, it feels like, he just plays something like it feels like 10 years versus 40 years to kids or whatever. Right. And I was like, no, I totally believe that. I was like, yeah, that's definitely true. The older I get, the faster. I was like, even at work, I look up Monday and it's Friday. It didn't used to be like that at work. I used to be like, oh, my God, Friday, when is Friday? Now, it seems like soon as Monday get here, Friday is here mm. at the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're absolutely right. And he was like, but you know what they say slows time down? I was like, what? He said, nature. I was like, son. <laughs> you're, it, was such a, it was really a way what for me. He's right. When I get in nature, so true. Time slows down. When I look at the water, yeah, times so the walks, time just it's like it's the one thing where they say you know when you have a time flies when you have fun. It's the one thing where I truly enjoy. But time goes so slow. It's almost like I soak up every minute, every ounce the beauty Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Oh, nature. I I, I love nature. That I is so true. Love nature. Yeah. And so then of course I had to do some research. And they were saying being in awe of things slow down, slows down time. Mm. So when you go to, let's say, like when we go to Denver in the fall, mm-hmm. our time is probably going to be much slower. No doubt. Than let's say if we went back to Vegas. No doubt. You know what I mean? No doubt. And so, yeah, just being in awe. They actually did a study on it. People, happy people versus people in awe who seemed like the time went by faster for. And the people who were just mesmerized by their surroundings and nature and stuff like that, the time went by much slower. I love it. Uh-huh. And it's so, it is so true. It's so, it seems so obvious. Oh I never God. thought about that. Me either. Me either. And that's how it was in Portland. Like, you know, just climbing up the mountain, going to the waterfall, just taking it all in. It's yeah. Just, it's just something about being in nature that allows you to really release all the busyness and the hurriedness mm-hmm. and all that that you usually let consume you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's just a really amazing feeling. I tell you what else slow time down. Reflexology. Jay, have you ever got reflexology done? Mm-hmm. So in Portland, I I me and Lungi, we went to this foot reflexologist, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to me and my fearlessness. I went to this man, this stranger, this strange white man's house. Uh, yeah, shout out. <laughs> in a random neighborhood. Some of you totally would have disapproved of. Uh, <laughs> but so he had it all set up. It was an Airbnb experience. And so it was all set up beautifully. So this one sold me on an Airbnb experience. Not just a one hour, basically, basically one hour foot massage, but it's reflexology because you know all your every connection to every organ in your body is a connection in your foot. And so your foot is really powerful. Right. And so I was totally looking forward to that, but in just reading the Airbnb experience, he's like, you're going to start by soaking your feet and sipping on hot herbal tea Mm. with a piece of vegan chocolate. Mm. 
and then you will move into. I ain't reading nothing after that. I said, "Where my day? Why y'all? you need to keep talking? If you can, if you don't shut up and take my credit card, right? Yeah, just do your job from here. Well, why you keep explaining right. it? And my credit card is out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jay, this okay? So we did. It was in the news exactly as he described. Right? Real, real Zen hippie. Your, your type of speed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The the vibe. As soon as we walked in the house, was just like it. Right. So, you know, me and Lugie, we soak our feet, we sipping on the tea, we chit-chatting, laughing, you know. I was like, you know, what is this vegan chocolate sweetened with because I can't eat it? And he was like, no, it's just honey. I was like, no, it wasn't honey. It was like raw agave or something, just something I approved of. And I was like, look at God. And so I'm sipping, I'm taking a little bit of bite of chocolate. It was one little tiny square. And I made that sucker last a long time. <laughs> so then it was time for the foot reflexology to start. We sit back in the chair, right? He says, I'm going to recline your chair all the way back, okay? I said, okay. But Jay, this is when I knew my life was about to change. And I didn't even care at this point whether or not my wallet was where I left it when I woke up. (laughs) You fell asleep. I knew I was about to not be conscious. Your level. Jay, when he bought a warm, fuzzy blanket, like the one I got downstairs on the couch, and laid it over my entire body, I said, whatever was going to happen today was meant to happen. <laughs> that was my way. What I said, Lisa, there's no way you can keep living your life, putting your life in danger like this. But when people make you this comfortable, it's worth the whole risk, Jay. Jay, when he came back with that fuzzy blanket, and mind you, mind you, Jay, I didn't even fully set the scene. The plants was growing all over the wall, Jay. It, all types of different plants. They had grown all over the wall. He had the slow, like, mantra, like, tantra music playing. Oh Not God. jazz, but, like, meditation music. Oh, my God. With the candles burning. Mm. With the hot tea and a foot soap. Mm. And then you recline my chair and put a blanket over me. Let me risk it all. And then you start talking to me in a soft voice. Yeah, I see why you risk it. Is there any particular area in your body or anything that's been giving you problems? All of it. Everything and everybody, not, not just my body, every, all the other bodies in the world been giving me problems. What you going to do about that? Are you going to release all of it? Mm-hmm. Jay, I lay back, kick my feet. He said, your feet going to be elevated the whole time. You're going to lay back. All I can tell you is when we, first of all. Did Lukey fall asleep too? Oh, Lukey was snoring. That heifer was snoring. Do you hear me? She woke up, like, first of all, time really did slow down. A massage got all the pressure points, blah, blah, blah. Everything was beautiful, right? So when he done, he's like, we'll just leave you here for a minute to take it all in. Like, just, you know, it ain't over. Basically, that's what he said. He said, it ain't over, Jay. The massage is over. This one-hour massage is over, but the experience is still here. He said, take all the time you need. He left out and closed the door. I'm turning over thinking I'm about to cackle with Lugia and just talk about how amazing this experience was. Something like me and you would have did. She, she, she was not. I'm talking about knocked out. I was so happy that she was knocked out because she was so overwhelmed and stressed. Mm-hmm. And like when she finally started coming to. <laughs> of, course, of course she ain't called me by my first name. B, what you got me? <laughs> Cussed me out for feeling this good oh, as deserved. Jay, she cussed me out. B, where you done took me? What you? Oh my god! Oh my god! I didn't know I needed this until I had it. Blah blah blah. And you know, at first, 
you know, like when me and her, when we hang out, if there's something that one of us want to do, the other person just pays for it and the other person just pays back, you know, give that half of the money. And I was like, this is my gift to you. I was like, don't, she was like, how much was this? I was like, don't give me a dime. I'm like, don't worry about it. I was like, because if it made you, she was like, I didn't even, she was like, I, when she got up and we was outside waiting, cause we decided not to drive. It was so dope. We didn't even drive there. So we took a, a, a Uber back. Mm -hmm. So that really helped. We didn't have to get it in and fight it, traffic. Right. We just in the back of the Uber relaxing. She was like, I feel so, I feel like a physical weight has been lifted mm -hmm. off of me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, it made me so happy. Because, you know, my thing with my friends is like, how can I relieve pressure for you? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it made me so, I think that gave me more joy than anything. Because, of course, I didn't even know how bad she needed it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And she, and it was just amazing, amazing experience. So, and, and reflex allergy is different from massage. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he broke it down and explained everything. And it was just super dope. So. That was just a bonus way. What? Like, listen, that's what else slows things down. Okay, go for your next one. This is just an episode of Wait What's because I got three more too. Okay, so oh, this is going to be an episode, episode of Wait What's. Um, so, well, this is the way what that was going to take me to the topic, but we don't even have a topic well, today. Let, but let me go to my next one. Is that your last one? Because um, mine is pretty mini. Mine is super mini too. Okay, okay. Here's another mini one. Um... So, <laughs> I was talking to my nail tech today, and I always randomly just quiz her, right? Because I know she's trying to get better with her eating. So, I was like, what you eat yesterday? What all you eat yesterday? So, she started telling me, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, and then I had a um, cup of tea before I went to bed. And I was like, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, I said, what kind of tea? You know, she's like, you know, herbal tea, whatever. Go on. I said, okay. I said, no sweetener in it. She said, well, I put lemonade in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think people really be trying you. Like, let me rule her day. I said, wait, what? I said, oh, so I said, oh, you didn't have hot tea. You had, you had like a cold tea, like one of them cold teas you can buy. She said, no. Chick <laughs> J. I said, I don't understand. You understood. No, I didn't. I didn't understand. Because I'm like, I was like, you had cold, you poured cold lemonade in hot tea. Exactly. She said, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very clear. Jay, it wasn't clear to me. She said, I literally, you know, heat up the water. Yes. Put my tea bag in Absolutely. there. And then pour. She said, I used the simple lemonade. The simply. The simply brand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wait, what? She said, it's called a medicine ball. She was just knocking you over the head. Yeah. Left and right. I, I just became conscious. I offered you came over. I said, what? <laughs> yeah. She said, yeah, Um, I used to get it from Starbucks. I said, wait, wait, wait. Don't hit me with another. I'm like, what do you mean you usually get from Starbucks? I'm thinking it's something you made up. She like, no, I finally found the recipe that they use and started doing it at home. Jay, apparently... Jay, why do people do this to me? Apparently, <laughs> you can go to Starbucks. I said, so let me get this straight. I was like, if I go into Starbucks, I was like, medicine ball is on the menu. I've never seen it. She said, oh, no, it's not on the menu. But it's just, you got to just, they know. You know what's funny about that? I went to Starbucks, and they thought I was asking for a medicine ball. So I was like, um, I want a hot tea. I want it to be a green tea, and I want peach. I want 
peach in my tea. Like if there's a peach tea in there, and the girl so you was talking about mixed two tea bags. Yes. And the and the girl was kind of new. She was like, oh, "Okay, you talking about a medicine ball?" And I'm like, "I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just know that's what I want. So I want this tea bag and this right. tea bag. Right. You want whatever you want." Um. And so I was like, "Yeah, I guess it's a medicine ball." And so the girl who was kind of training her, she was like, "Okay, a medicine ball, right?" I was like, "But what's a medicine ball again?" And so I told the uh, the girl that was training her, I was like, "I just want a peach uh, tea bag." And a green tea. I want them mixed. She was like, oh, girl, that's not a medicine ball. I got you. And she told the other girl, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a minute how to do that and blah, blah, blah. To this moment, I did not know that girl almost tried to kill me. <laughs> I almost died and never knew. My life was spared and I never knew to this very moment. Thank God for way what? Jay. There was. It's hot tea with lemonade at it. I would have been so upset. Jay, apparently it's an underground thing. I'm so shocked about the whole experience. (laughs) I'm thinking you did so good. You barely had any sugar yesterday. No, you got your fix when you went to bed. Literally, that was crazy to me. That was insane to me. Is it, Lisa? Yeah, Jay, you know I'm always shocked about this. I don't know why you always shocked. What, What is, do you know, I don't know anybody other than people who probably went to, through farm to table and us who don't consume sugar. No, no, no. It's not about the consumption of sugar. It's about the ways in which they're doing it. Just like I was shocked about our student who was putting stevia in her plain water. It's the consumption. It's like a new way to do crack. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all, you know, you ever seen a documentary on crack and they start shooting up between their toes? Like, what? Yeah. So that no one will see their wow. in- insertion points. So instead of using their arms or their legs, the way you hide that you, one way you can hide if you're shooting up is literally in between your toes. That sounds so painful. Okay. Now you see what I mean? Oh my God. That's exactly how I feel about stevia and water and lemonade and hot tea. It's just a, I'm like, this is another way y'all doing it. Wow. Cause sugar is a narcotic. I mean, of course. Yeah. So stop, stop acting like I'm not shy. Look, we don't got to fight about this. I don't like, I don't like your attitude. So, so this is not a way what, it's just kind of like a topic. Um, so I can say the what, okay, let me just tell you something that I literally just learned, a term that I literally um, just learned that I was really, really um, unfamiliar with. Okay. So have you heard of the term psychological flexibility? No. So I'm, I'm okay. So I'm really hooked on this doctor. Her, guys, if you are really into mental health mm. and you are trying to understand some things and you want to really, you want it really broken down in layman's terms. Okay. Um, there is a doctor, a black doctor, um, psychologist. Her name is Tracy Marks. I watch her religiously. Okay. She breaks down everything. She every Wednesday she has a um, seg- not a segment but a YouTube video, okay. and she explains all the different things. The dysthymia, you're familiar with that? Dysthymia? Uh-huh, you're not familiar with that. So that's what I suffer with. I've always thought it was depression, but it never was. Okay. Um, it was dysthymia. So it's basically just. A person who's not suicidal, they can go to work, they can go through their, but they, their mood is really, it's just low. You don't have this high energy. You don't feel um, optimistic. You don't feel, so I will be calling it depression, but depression actually has certain markers. 
that I just wasn't. So that's not mild depression. I thought that was like mild and they're major. almost they're almost interchangeable, but the dysthymia is 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 a little is is different, and you have to watch the video. And because um, Joe Furman first introduced the concept or the because I think they changed the actual word, um, but it's basically how our food gives us dysthymia. Basically, it's not allowing us to thrive emotionally. It's not allowing us to thrive. Um, mentally, it's not wanting us. It's not helping us elevate in our relationship. It's not help, helping us. It's just keeping us in this low frequency, and that's you know what I mean. Yep. So I've um, been really like watching her videos. It, it tells the difference between. It just really breaks down a lot of different concepts of mental health, Got it. Or whatever. And so one of the videos was about psychological flexibility. Mm. And um, I'm going to read the definition. It's the ability to stay in contact with the present moment regardless of unpleasant thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations while choosing one's behaviors based on the situation and personal values. Oh, yeah. That sounds like med what meditation does. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's really how, you know, how certain situations, how you and I, especially me, you probably grasp it better at why people do it, how people allow a situation to, you know, something bad can happen in the, in the morning. And here it is 6 o'clock in the evening. And they're and still you're on that. still on that. Next day, you're still on that. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? It's like they have in, psychological inflexibility. Absolutely. It's almost like you, <clears throat> you kind of cage yourself in and box yourself in this mood. Yeah. And there's no flexibility to get into the present. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been learning so much. I'm like, dang, wait, what? Because when we have these... It's almost like um, macros, macronutrients. The world knows about protein, carbohydrates, fats, or whatever, but no one really thinks about micronutrients. Yep. And that's kind of how mental health is. We think about these big things, bipolar or depression yep. or schizophrenia, but we don't think about all these underlying terms and conditions that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And so you think something is wrong with you because you don't hit the markers that match up with these terms. So mm -hmm. if any of you who think, I don't really need a psychologist, I don't really need a professional, and you just kind of want to get some clarity on what's going on with you, I, I highly recommend her um, because she she doesn't use all of these terms that try to showcase her knowledge. And, you know, it's really, it's, it's you can tell it's to help you to get a better understanding. Her name is Tracy Marks. Marks, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. That's exactly what my meditation talks about. Um, basically, people are their present moment is controlled by past experiences, mm -hmm. right? And so they they wake up in the morning, they think about the past past experience. It triggers the emotion that came with the experience, and it and they are in a constant cycle. Um, they're on all of their emotional reactions, all of their um, everything is pre programmed. Nothing when something happens, they don't have a conscious response to it. Mm -hmm. It's not, they're not presently responding to something. They're triggered and it triggers an emotional response because it triggered a feeling or an emotion. And so that I was previous, previously um, triggered, like mm -hmm. something that happened already. So I'm going to give it that same response I gave it in the past. Yeah, type and of thing. if they can't get it, they'll recreate it. Hmm. So like if they're used to being in dysfunctional relationships or, you know, living in lack or whatever, any sign of coming out of that or getting away from that, they create a situation so that it reoccurs. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, and so he talks about like the importance of um, having a vision of the future as opposed to being led and guided by the, um, 
by experiences of your past. And we're going to introduce a lot of this into the new frameworks and farm to table this semester. We're going to delve even deeper into emotional intelligence because that's essentially what we're talking about. It's just like, like you said, just being present with the moment, the experience um, and making conscious reaction choices. Yeah, because a lot of the times, a lot, a lot, a lot of what people experience is, is that a lot of people live, you know, forecasting. Some people can rarely be in the present. Yeah. A lot of people live in the past, but there's certain people like myself who's in the past, in the present, and in the future at the same time. And it, and it creates so much anxiety. It creates so much it anxiety. It creates anxiety for you. It, it, yes. Because I'm the same way as you. I'm always in the past, present, and future. Yes. But it don't create anxiety. Because it, it compounds. You know, mm. I feel anxious about the future. and But then the present has its, it, it, it's pulling me. And then I have my experiences from the past mm -hmm. that I don't want to do again or I want to do again. And I'm like, okay, how can I get that now? And then how can I make sure? And then my mind is just moving so fast. And then all of a sudden, you know, and if you don't study yourself, you don't realize what happened before you started breathing fast. What happened before you started feeling this this feeling? And I know it's because I'm constantly in this, this state of past present future and sometimes you just need to be in the present sometimes you that's, just that's what I was about that so you desire to be more present yeah because yeah. my present and the people around me always like reminds me of how nice my present is yeah you know to a lot of people like you have everything yeah you have friends who love you that'll do anything family who love you will do anything mm -hmm. you're close to your siblings you have yeah. a, a job where you can and I was I was I just recently thought about it because I heard it and this is so, and I, I should be ashamed to say it, but I just didn't think about it, how people don't have a job that covers their basic needs. Oh, yeah, poverty, yeah. Yeah, I never thought, I've always thought about poverty where, or not necessarily the word poverty, but people who work a job. I always thought they were covering their basic needs, but they were right at their neck with like they were right. Right. And you don't have anything left over. Them. Right. You're right. You don't you you don't have a good saving. Right. But you don't but I didn't really think about the fact that people are literally going to a job every day that does not cover everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, that is underemployed is what it's called. Yes. Yep. And I just really, you know, and, and I know counting your blessings and gratitude and things like that. And and so just, you know, like we always talk about gratitude. Yeah. You want more for the future, but being grateful for where you are and what you have and things like that. And, and teaching your kids gratitude and, you know, just making your environment something that, like when my nephew came over, he hadn't been around um, in a minute. He's 14. He just turned 14. And he came in. He was like, what are you, what are you trying to make people meditate? Did I tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was so geeked. I was so geeked that he got my vibe. Yeah. He didn't know how to word it right with the plants and the and the aqua green wall and the and the bright colors and but it was the hippie vibe. Yeah. But the first thing his fourteen, he like this is like meditation. Yeah. And I and I I was like I'm so glad I'm giving the aura that I want to give. And so yeah, just 
learning to be more present is something that I've really been desiring and wanting to, to do more of. Yeah. So, so then do that meditation I was telling you about earlier. Like find one that you like and that you dig. Mm-hmm. And it's really helped me. Like, okay. being present is just so dope. And, and remembering that, like we said earlier, the goal is to better your life, not to better meditation. Yeah, that's definitely a take. I'm taking that with me because that's what I've always... I need to stop drifting off so much. I no. need to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because the only thing that makes me like snap out of myself in the moment and have an unconscious emotional reaction is traffic. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing. And every time it happens, I'm like, Lisa, who are you? Who have you become? Like, so you do your yoga, I mean, your, your meditation driving? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No. I so don't. you mean hearing traffic, like the cars no, outside? No, I mean... Yesterday I was at a light. I didn't take my foot off the brake. I guess fast enough, and the car behind me honked at me. Oh yeah, you been yeah. And I oh. lost it. Yeah. That's the only thing that happens in life that has the ability to have me lose it in the moment. I, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Not that while you're meditating, but that meditating right, now, is spilling over to your actual exactly. Life. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so it's always in those moments. I'm like, oh love the mindful practices that I do why am I not like peace be still when at this moment why does this one thing trigger me nothing else triggers me in life mm-hmm. nothing else like even you know how I am about my time and stuff somebody standing me up somebody you know like not respecting my time somebody being late that doesn't trigger me anymore it's only traffic it's so weird but I like popped off you know what I mean like I was so irritated and I'm like come back down Lisa come back down but other than that, I, I'm really proud of, you know, my EQ, of my emotional intelligence, because it's, I've poured a lot of work into it. Mm-hmm. Because I really have the ability to empathize and understand what somebody else is, their point of view. I, even if we don't agree, I can totally get what they're saying, why they would say that, understand how their own personal experiences led them to that belief. Mm-hmm. It used to be like, but that doesn't make, can't you see why that doesn't make sense? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and like, so I've, I've literally watched myself evolve into a different person just with the self-development and self-enhancement work I do. And being present, man, it is something that you really have to practice, like, continuously. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm still going to say my way, what, which was going to be a topic today, but... It doesn't have to be a topic, but I'm still going to okay. say it. And it can be, maybe it can be our next, um, for sure, our next podcast. So I didn't know this, and Tajma told me. So she was talking about losing weight and stuff like that. Okay, so I did, you know, I did the salad challenge. Right. I did a salad challenge where I we could only eat salad and fruit. Mm-hmm. Salad and fruit only. I mean, not to the point where I love bananas and peanut butter and, and putting coconut and um, stuff on it, but I wouldn't even do that. It was just strictly fruit, raw fruit okay. or salad. So I got Mina and Taj joining me. Shakira's supposed to do it. Did a couple days, but whatever. Right. <laughs> Neither here nor there. And so, um, I, we, you know, I'm doing check-ins, trying to hype them up. They we sharing our pictures, everything like that. And so, um, Taj, these are both my sisters, by the way. She's like, I'm like, how you doing? How's it going? Good. You know, um, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like my stomach feeling like tighter or whatever, whatever. And I'm feeling, uh, miserable and hungry. So I know it's working. Right. And I said, what? I said, that's what, 
you sound about like a fool. Yeah. You're not supposed to be miserable or anything like that. And she's like, Jay, no. In order to lose weight, you have to be miserable. You have to have deprivation. There's no way. You cannot tell me people lose weight without feeling hungry. Without, without suffering. Feeling, yeah, without suffering. And I said, so I was like, whatever. I laughed it off like, girl, you sound crazy. I, I, I do not subscribe to that at all. She said, like, how would you know? You never really tried. I was like, I actually did. You know what I mean? Like, I was overweight in the wrong areas. Um, but she's like, no, you wasn't trying to lose weight, weight. You wasn't trying to lose 50, 40, 70 pounds. You wasn't trying to do that. So, no, I'm still not buying it or whatever. And so, she called me like two days later. She's like, I got a topic, man. And y'all bet, I don't know if I need to copyright this. I got a topic for the podcast. <laughs> Deprivation is necessary to lose weight. I was like, do I hang up on you now? Or <laughs> you really caught me with to... to you know, it's a good topic. It's a foolishness. great topic. She's like, Jay, I'm so serious. As this challenge goes on, it I really, really know for sure. And we're convinced. <laughs> she said, because I remember what me and Lisa years ago were at a birthday party. You know, we were, I think it was Lobie's son birthday party. I didn't even remember this, but she was like, we were in the basement and you and her both said before, you know, we're about to lose weight together. We're about to lose weight. And she was like, Lisa went on and did not and I didn't. So that's when your weight loss journey started. Y'all both had made. Do you remember that? Uh-uh. I, right. I, she was like, yeah. So we both had said that day, we, okay, we about to, I promise we about to lose weight. And we were supposed to do it together. But Lisa actually did it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, Lisa. I was like, perfect example. Mm-hmm. She lost 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. She was like, and she was miserable, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think so. She was like, you call Lisa, ask her what she miserable, and I, she cussed, she cussed you out. <laughs> be honest. And if she say she was not suffering, she was not the prop. Tell her she's a GD lie. B. <laughs> tell her I'm gonna say B. Use a gut. <laughs> I said, why are you cussing my friend out? And she ain't me. <laughs> why are you cuss? So she want me to tell you if you say you didn't suffer, B. You a GD lie. <laughs> You done, Lungi done cussed you out. Tom done cussed you out. I want to know your take. You want to take it to the next podcast? Let's let's leave it right there. Let's leave it right there for the next podcast. Let's leave it. I'm not even going to reply. I'm not even going to say whether she right or wrong. It's a, that is a phenomenal topic, and I want to spend a whole bunch of time on it. So we'll leave it right there. I can't wait. That's a nice little cliffhanger. Dang, and I'm kind of nervous. Like, oh, Lord. Um, that's a really good one. And I want to put some more thought into it. I want to reflect back over my journey because I know my initial answer, mm-hmm. but I want to see if, it's, if I'm being accurate. So, yeah. And okay. I'm going to be completely transparent. Yeah, but that is a great question. Like, does losing weight require suffering? Okay. Okay. All right. So we're going to end on a really, really good note. My final, final, final way. What, Jay? So my mom recently had a doctor's appointment. Now, you know, mom um, just took farm to table, just graduated from farm to table the winter 2021 semester. This is my mom's third time taking farm to table. Okay. Um, And so she just recently graduated. So in the alumni chat, my mom put a message in the alumni chat. And she's like, you know, I just want to share a quick victory, a quick win with everybody. Um, she's like, you know, I had a doctor's appointment recently and my cholesterol was 216, is down to 193. 
you know, I'm 10 pounds down. Um, and, you know, she's just like, I just really wanted to share that with everybody and say, thank you for encouraging me. And let's all just keep up the good work, you know, plant based for life, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, mine, you know, that, that's what's up. We got that cholesterol under 200, which is, you know, what we're sh uh, striving for. Of course, weight loss is always good. And um, so I'm like, that's what's up. So, you know, everybody in the chat, like, go mama, because her name in the chat is mama. Yeah, no. <laughs> and so everybody like, go mama, go mama. So I'm like, yes. So she called me the next day. She's like, girl, <laughs> yeah, I went to the doctor. I'm like, I know I read the message. I saw what you put in the chat. She like, yeah, but let me tell you. She like, what I didn't tell you. Girl, spill it. You know that's how my mama talked. I know that's how your mama talked with you. I gotta do the story like she did. <laughs> you got to be organic. Oh. So <laughs> she like, I had to I had to get my A1C check too. And I'm like, what? Now she ain't never told me nothing about her A1C. She like, yeah, Lisa. I ain't tell you. You know, but basically I was diagnosed as pre-diabetic. My A1C was six, mm -hmm. like mm. 6.0, right? She's like, but I didn't want to tell you because I was scared to tell you because, you know, basically I knew you was going get to on, get on me. She's like, so that's basically why I took Farm to Table again this winter. She's like, and this time I did everything. I did everything you said, went through the program. She was like, you saw me. I was cooking. I was buying food, blah, blah, blah. She was like, I just had my A1C checked again. And it's 5.3. Come through then. Come through. Come through my foot. I said, Ma. You want no. I said, I'm mad and happy at the same time. And I don't know which one to express. She started dying <laughs> laughing. I was like, why wouldn't you tell me? She was like, because I knew I was going to get in trouble, baby. Right. But, yeah. So, but, yes. We are so happy. Uh, Mom is not pre-diabetic, even though I found out. And it was reversed all in the same day for me. <laughs> but, I was like, yo, so just another victory. And you, you know, I mean, you talk about this all the time, just how much we want it for our family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that always means so much when the work that you do for strangers, you know, also impacts your immediate family. And so mom, A1C down to 5.3, she like, boom, I think it's like 5.3, 5.6, something like that. Either way, diabetic is five, pre-diabetic is 5.7. And um, so she is in the safe, safe zone. And that is that was like a major way what? Because I didn't even know she wasn't in the safe zone. And so shout out to Farm to Table. I, yeah. I, I just want to be, a, a, you know, an onlooker. Like I want to be on the outside looking in for yeah. a minute. I'm just a spectator of the magic that Farm to yeah, Table Yeah, it says a lot when some, a person can speak your language and look like you. I don't care what anybody says. That you know, that's why I recommended Dr. Tracy Marks because you you could hear it from somebody, but you need certain information to come True. from us. You Absolutely. need certain things because there's no way somebody who hasn't had our experiences and our fears and experienced racism and experienced all the different things and can really come and say you can do this or you can right. do that. I think that's why Farm to Table is you know it it just resonates with so many people because yeah, I agree. You know, the delivery, of course, and the content, but also the person who's delivering it. Absolutely. It matters. It definitely matters. Yeah, it, it matters. It matters. It matters a, a lot. And, um, you know, this this semester, you know, we only got eight seats left so far. And um, 
Everybody is black again. Okay. <laughs> you know All women or some men? We got one man okay. so far. We got okay. one man so far. Um, but, you know, all people of color, you, you'll be supported by a team of five of us, possibly six, but definitely five of us, all, you know, female of, of color, all plant-based entrepreneurs you'll be supported by, which I'm super proud of. Um, but yes, like farm to table is rocking out. And then you saw the new, the new boxes that course materials come in. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. I was like. So nice. They are so cute. Like they are so like, cute. Yeah. Yeah. We we pack each one like very carefully and methodically. Just we just because kind of speaking to if we were gonna talk about the topic, kind of speaking to what you said earlier, you know, like does getting healthy have to be miserable? Like we can we're not denying that, you know, the sugar cravings aren't gonna be there, the potato chip cravings aren't gonna be there. But the experience that we try and curate for our students in Farm to Table is so that, you know, it takes some of the pressure off those moments when you do have the cravings because you're in an ecosystem and you're supported by a community and you're having an experience that's so pleasurable. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted that to start with, you know, that pa everybody loves receiving the package in the mail. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so just, you know, unwrapping that box and just knowing that this is, you know, the first day of the rest of your life and we're going to do everything in our power to heal you and make you feel whole and give you your power back. And we want to make it a phenomenal experience. You still got to drink the water. You still got to eat the plants. But I think we can create an environment in which doing that is way more desirable. Mm -hmm. So that's Absolutely. our goal. Um, and then you heard what I told them, the students at first Saturday, last Saturday, like, like part of the reason you keep losing the battles because you're not on a winning team. Mm -hmm. Like it makes such a huge difference just how like, me, you, and Tiff support each other. Like, nobody wants to backslide because we're on a winning team. It's like, okay, boom, starting my day. Right. Oh, I'm giving not this up. I'm doing no work. Okay, you're not scrolling. I'm not scrolling for a month either. Like, the, the, the team, like, your team makes such a huge difference in your behaviors. Because all of us could have been be saying the opposite, doing something that's not healthy for us, and we all jump on that wagon. True. So, you know, that may, if you find yourself constantly losing the battle and trying to get healthy, lose the weight, get your numbers down, it's not you. You're not flawed. Like, don't be ashamed of that. It's that you're not part of a winning team. Your ecosystem, your environment has not been curated for success. And so you need to invest in a solution, a strategy, a platform, a coaching program that where the environment was only designed for you to succeed. And I think it's harder sometimes for us as people of color because we're like, I've done all of these other phenomenal success. I got my PhD. I started this company. I got through. I beat cancer. Like, why can't I lose this weight? You know what I mean? And so we feel like, like there's a deficit or there's something wrong with us. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. you know, we are meant to be codependent. You, you don't have to try and DIY everything. So I said all that to say mom's A1C is down. You know, we're still getting testimonials. Matter of fact, one of our students from last semester, Jay, she's like, Lisa, I'm about to record a testimonial video for you. She was like, I wanted to wait intentionally a month after we graduated to make sure that it was really sustainable and that I was going to really keep doing it. She was like, I'm ready to record now. Oh, I was like... Don't gas me up. Don't gas me up, Francine. Please uh, don't give me that. Girl, I said, well, say it again. Oh, Let me read it back. Francine, I remember everybody. Yes. So, I mean, that just makes me feel so amazing. So, listen, we got eight seats left. I don't, if you're listening to this before Sunday, April 18th, the uh, store, the doors, uh, the virtual doors completely closed on Sunday, April 18th because class begins on April 20th. But 
please go to the website and just apply. Get on a suitability call and see if it's a good fit for you. LisaAngelSmith.com forward slash apply to get into the spring 2021 semester of Farm to Table. Just this morning, Jay, we emailed our two scholarship recipients and um, they were super excited. And so we've selected two scholarship recipients for this semester, which we're happy about. And, um, you know, just giving back and making health more accessible for people of color. That's all I got, little baby. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, people said they care about They do, they do uh, now. I ain't seen nobody. Uh, but, yeah, you are. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get on up out of here. It's only been an hour and a half. What you got? I wanted to address a comment from the last podcast. That's going to be on the next podcast. Okay. Don't forget. No, I'm not because I really wanted to address it. You want to go into it? Yeah. Okay. Full, cool. So we got we got some stuff. We're going to get back to business next time, but we just had to do a podcast away what's today because it was just too much from the medicine balls <laughs> to nature slowing everything down. I loved it. So we hope you guys enjoyed this. We'll be back in a couple weeks with a new episode. Make sure you go join the Black Health Academy if you haven't already. Until next time, be, be well. well.